listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Love is or it ain't. Thin love ain't love at all. Rest in peace, Tony Morrison. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast with your host rod and karen and we're live on a tuesday ready to do some podcasting you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the black guy who tips leave us five star reviews the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport and bullet ball extreme uh and uh yeah as you guys heard up front man i guess the big news of the day uh rest in peace to tony morrison she passed away today at the age of 88 um uh many people know her as a uh author uh black feminist scholar um uh, outspoken race woman uh in america uh and of course the world is uh worse for her past and i actually you know feel bad that she had to pass under like while trump is in office you know like it's just so sad but um she also left behind a great legacy and inspiration and you know while it's always sad to see people pass and i mean at you know even at 88 or whatever it was cool to see people on social media share like her inspiration for them and different quotes uh from her i've been doing this thing where i've been starting a day with quotes uh from um different like black people motivational and quotes on life and all this type of stuff so uh it was just ironic that today was the day that i was gonna use her quote and it was like damn um but yeah rest in peace you know um so i know uh for those who don't if you don't read if you may have seen the movie beloved that Mm -hmm. that's her so she uh she wrote the book that that's that that's based on so um all right let's get into other news hate to start on a down note like that but you know elephant in the room and all that yeah and 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 i know for for me um before i say this y'all don't take my black card before i say this Mm -hmm. um i uh need to go read some of her stuff you Mm -hmm. know um i know for a lot of black people she shaped them a lot with a lot of her work uh, that she's done over the years like i've heard of her and i know who she is but as far as like digging and and diving into her work that's a whole nother story like i've never take taken the time to actually do that well uh you know we got the kindle we share the account so i can buy some books uh if they're not already on there okay um if you're really serious about reading them um yeah but yeah but i say don't 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 take my black card you know because i know a lot of people go how dare you but no nah, but you know what one that's what i love about you you're not ashamed to i think uh people always try to like make folks feel bad right. about that kind of stuff which is just terrible really you know um okay somebody's not as woke as you you i guarantee you haven't read all her shit anyway you know um but uh even if you have okay well this is an opportunity for somebody to be put on you yeah. know but um in general though I'm, I'm like i'm not that like i've said before on the show i'm not that huge of a reader anyway i think i've i'm i think i've only read the bluest eye and i think that was because it was assigned to me in class yeah you know and i'm not even a person that retains books like that anyway so it's like if i read some shit unless i like read it more than once i like it might it's like watching a movie to me if i don't watch it more than once that's it 
you know yeah, and also uh as i said before you know there are people out there that are very very avid readers and they seek these things out and you know a lot of families were brought up where their parents were like yo you're gonna read this so they you know as they got older they branched out on their own but as a child that struggled to read and never read for fun or pleasure mm-hmm. i was like i i just like i just couldn't do it i'm like i'm looking at the page going well god no i'm not reading that stuff because well, we have more technology now correct you know we have uh audiobooks you have um you know the ability to like uh get a kindle so you don't have to carry around a library of books with you everywhere you go i mean there's you know it's never too late to get into reading you know it's not like i mean you read comic books now and Mm -hmm. you know you used to didn't read those and you read them fast i mean Mm -hmm. uh you read like what i can't count how many issues of walking dead just in the last like few weeks um, to try to get to the end so like yeah you know don't don't knock yourself for that and you shouldn't feel bad and no one's gonna take your black card there's a bunch of black shit that's that's the thing man there's a lot of black shit blackness is so varied and deep you can't do it all no you can't be in all of it so you know you're gonna miss out that's how beautiful and prolific our people are and we move culture so much and we influence so many things if you think you have you know gotten to all of it then you're lying to yourself or you're just a racist you don't know any better so right and it's also I, and also i think uh uh for me uh the older and 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 i know this has to do with age the older i get the more i want to learn the more mm-hmm. I, i'm seeking blackness like i'm purposefully seeking it I'm, I'm i want to know about me and my past and my history and these people connected to it so i'm challenging myself to kind of step outside of the box and truthfully reprogram myself from the things that this society has taught me that is normal you know and so for me that's a personal challenge of mine and like i said because growing up i've always kind of struggled with reading and reading aloud and things like that i used to be shamed to read aloud and i used to get nervous to read aloud so i would just make words up sometimes just to kind of get through it and it make made it sound like i was illiterate or 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 that i had reading problems and things like that so for me as an adult i'm like you know what this is something that i am going to challenge myself to kind of get better at and challenge myself to read these things because there's a lot of of great authors out there that people rave about and i'm like well i guess but you know it's one of those things where it's joy in reading something and consuming it for yourself and being able to express that things with uh, with, with like minds and you know I, I think to an extent i was left out of a lot of things but i was content with being left out like i, I don't know i i am content with being left out of things so i was like okay i guess it's good if y'all say it's good niggas you know but i'm gonna challenge myself to do better and be better and that's that growing and, and um evolving as you get older because you never get to the point where if you ever get to the point where you don't want to learn no more you might as well die you know because life is always evolving and changing you know and so i am going to challenge myself to actually read and consume these things and like roger said i i'm starting to read um more comic books like i've read comic books but i'm really starting to like read them and complete them and get through them uh so that i can actually enjoy these things in life 
yeah and i think the more um the more well i know the more you read the better you get at it it's just one of it's like anything the exercise or you know dieting and shit like the more you do it cooking the more you do it the better you get the easier it comes to you so uh reading is definitely one of those things um it also helps your um vocabulary because you start learning different ways to express feelings and different words that you didn't know what they meant meant before and like with the kindle now like i said it's just it's so easy like you can highlight a word you don't know what it means you can just hit the you know hey look this up in the dictionary it'll be like all right you want to download the dictionary app cool boom next time you look up this word it's like this is what this means and so now you just learned a word um then like i said you also have audiobooks um there's just a ton of ton of ways to get this information now and so uh no you know my issue is that i normally when i read i read almost strictly for recreation mm-hmm. um because i read all day articles and news and shit mm. for the show but uh you know i've kind of started balancing that out to try to read for edification as well as recreation so okay i'm learning something and then i'll go back to some comic books and i'm learning something and you know uh so and i and i and and just some books are tougher than others i mean skill is one thing also the purpose of a book i right i swear i've been reading this fucking um this book about uh black feminist scholars throughout like the late 1800s and uh and most of the 1900s 2000s i swear i've been reading this book for it feel like a year like i read it between other books because it's an academic text more like right. it's it's almost like it's designed to be taught in a class mm. and so it doesn't flow like when someone's telling you a personal story i read mm-hmm. bossy's book and what felt like a, a week yeah a few days, like it just yes. felt like i was like oh bossy oh this is so good right just boom done uh i read um damon young's book in the same like same thing felt like a few days i was done with it um but this book it, it's just you know and it's not that it's not good i'm learning but it's you know it's just it's it's a it's a it's a it's, you got to struggle through it you got to go through it right and it's a lot of big words and it's a lot of like um, um words that are used specifically within the um what do you call that academic uh area so it's like these words that i'm like i don't even know what the fuck this means oh okay this means this this means the study of that and it's a lot of definitions and all this stuff so yeah it just depends on what you're reading but whatever it is you just there's always a book out there for you you know if we can read them fucking hood books that we was reading oh them were fun yeah but if we can read those and we can read this other shit that yeah that, that that's that's true and also i think uh growing up i was always intimidated by reading and you know and when i see people pick up books and they just fly through and i'm like you know why yeah but you're an adult now correct you know like that's like that's a excuse you can only hold on for so long you know like you can do it i've seen you do it so it's not you know like do that i know how it used to make you feel or whatever but you know it's like it's like when i listen to talk to grown people who say they don't see scary movies because they'll get nightmares and shit it's like you're a fucking adult now you know you don't have to like scary movies i don't like scary movies it's not because they scary though i just don't like them i don't think they that's the only genre where you don't actually have to make sense it's just, oh it felt this way so that was the movie it's like what the fuck that didn't make sense in the plot <laughs> but but it's not but but it's like you can't be the person that saw like that loves the aliens franchise yes and then be like but i'm scared of scary movies that's a scary movie <laughs> terminator is scary as fuck 
nigga shooting up the club and fucking honey that was excellent like but but so it's not you're afraid of being afraid it's just you don't like that shit and that's fine but you know don't don't blame it on some like the same thing a preschool kid would name blame it on that's not it so true and 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 i think that's why i'm challenging myself to do better you know yeah because how can i you know i and also i think layla make a difference too because you know how can i challenge her to be better and she's a very avid reader mm-hmm. how can i challenge her to be better you know and shit like that when i'm not even living up to those same standards i think a things. lot of people do that through the kids in their lives mm-hmm. a lot of adults but anyway that, but 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 before all that getting better and shit these books are entertaining like you'll learn a lot you'll like it's not just learning on some like i'm learning because oh my god i gotta read a guide for how to do my job at work no you'll read it because you want to read it you'll find yourself thinking about this world these characters the same way you can watch a movie and all this stuff so you just have to find the right books for you that's too many fucking books in the world to feel like reading is 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 not something you do like you know you do it you just haven't found a book yet you know what and and that makes sense i always felt like it was forced but yeah like comic books oh my gosh you give you find me the right one roger no i'm in it for hours and hours and hours reading at dinner just reading read read read, read yeah read. that's how i knew that i you know that's how i knew i really loved reading was i when my grandma used to take me to um the thrift store and at goodwill and different thrift stores you know people were back in the day you know it's like after you read a book it almost has no resale value so people were just you know casting off books left and right and i would go in there and i mean it would be like get this book for a nickel get this book for 10 cent get this book for 25 cent and i think i started with probably garfield um graphic novels and far side which is uh to this day i still have far side sense of humor um my dad uh loved far side is one of our the first things we really i remember bonding with my dad over it, him, him explaining the jokes to me and stuff and me being like so why is it funny that this, you know that this is like what what's funny about this and my dad would point out like okay this this far side says um no matter how much ice cream we sell we're barely squeaking by i can't figure it out um and then like the dude behind the counter is like this really fat dude and he looks like real scared and and so my dad was like yeah he eating the ice cream and so that's why they barely making it you know or something like that you know and i that's how i would learn like oh that's what it funny is you know mm-hmm. so all this stuff is is out there like you know i think people just feel intimidated because right. reading as a skill is something that we in america it's like we're almost spoiled but we're also in denial because right. we we know people struggle with reading right we know that kids in america have huge self-confidence but we don't back it up with results Mm-mm. and so we then admonish people where it's like you can't read you're you know and i'm not saying terrible people i mean if it's Mm-mm. r kelly i get it but we admonish people like you can't read you stupid motherfucker but mm-hmm. that, that's a failure on a lot of people's part before it gets to you come on you know but yeah the other thing is we can read but then like you say you're afraid you're intimidated what if i read slow all this stuff but you know just like going to the gym and getting on the treadmill first time you do it it's gonna be slow first week it's gonna be slow first you know and then eventually you get used to it you know and then you get better so uh anyway rest in peace tony morrison that's mm-hmm. a huge tangent about reading but um let's see what other news we have um oh Katy perry's dark horse case uh somebody wrote about this in, Van- in variety and how it's kind of scary what's happening with these um with these songs now 
now uh i would assume a lot of people in our audience don't give a fuck because katie perry the time before this i think it was robin thick so two notoriously unliked white people um by black folks so you know it's kind of like meh but um this article kind of highlighted some things that you know i hadn't really thought about which is that they're the juries who decide these cases are not musical like they're not musically inclined they're not experts correct um you can bring in a music expert on your side or on the other side of uh in a trial but music ain't but, that thing yeah so right. these trials end up becoming a thing where you basically have to teach the mm-hmm. jury about music correct. and so you know people that are musically trained can be like the okay this chord is played in a different key and therefore this is not the same song right but if you're not musically inclined it's just the same shit to you correct you know um and so you kind of go by ear um and with these cases now starting to be tried more and more um and specifically with um digital technology now that that's able to like find like comb through the similarities and be like okay this song sounds like that song therefore we have a chance of suing this person right mm-hmm. um you know these artists are starting to be scared now i think what's funny obviously black people don't care right now you know i get it uh pro-black everything but um <laughs> i keep thinking about when this is like Lil nas x because somebody says well i had a guitar riff or i had a, a harmonica in my song and it sounded a lot like uh old town road and i'm really only doing this because this shit made a billion dollars but if i can get some of this money i'm gonna go ahead and get some of this money mm-hmm. and then niggas will feel differently you know i think also because black people have historically been sued for rap music because of sampling violations people also feel a way about that because like well you just didn't clear your samples but there's a difference between sampling somebody and making the original composition that may sound like somebody then i think correct you know it was a lot of people kind of showing their ignorance on this shit or just they don't care because it's black so you know whatever but yeah i i mean as a person that loves music i do think about like damn what happens with this because um especially when you're not talking about sampling like sampling is kind of open and shut case if you use my record more than x amount of seconds or whatever you put this element into your track and i can prove it's from me then your ass is in trouble because that's exactly what sampling like rap is at recycled other people's music in many cases for beats you know um but if um and you didn't ask permission cool but if like your shit just having to sound like some youtube artist that got 2000 plays and there's no proof that you heard it or the people on your team heard it and you still get sued and lose money behind that if you're in the music industry or you have a career in that shit i can see why you might be like yo this is not good for the industry no it's not like this is about to start rampant like if this song is popular let's go back and just see if we can find anyone that's ever made a song even close to mm-hmm. like just any element of this any, any part of the element of it um so yeah it was a little you know it was a little interesting and i and i have heard both of the songs back to back or whatever i mean look it sounds similar to me too and i know that's why i ain't on no motherfucking music expert jury because i would have been like yeah you gotta you gotta pay him you know i don't know 
you know her people say they didn't hear the song but you know if 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 the if, if the the judge or the uh music experts or the defense or the prosecution explains to me it just if it sounds similar that's it as a juror that's my i'm just gonna be like didn't it sound similar you know so it'll be interesting to see what happens you know i know robin thick was another one and what was funny about the robin thick shit is it was all for real but people see robin thick's name on the front and they go haha fuck that white dude he was cheating on his wife fuck him but it was really for real and nobody says fuck for real Mm-mm. i haven't yeah, met anybody yeah. out here on some like yo for real i'm glad he lost that money he tried to rip off marvin gaye's family they always say the white dude they don't want to say Pharrell who actually made the beat and in the um i don't know i remember we covered it on the show but he was the one that was like yeah robin thick really don't have nothing to do with this part of the production he just sings the song like i do the beat you know but nobody calls him you know the guy who tried to steal from black people because that fucks up the narrative right a white dude trying to steal from black people oh now now we got some now we can go viral on twitter now we can get some retweets now we got some talk about yeah so i just thought it was interesting and not that i give a fuck about Katy perry but just the principle of it and the idea that if this is ever because it will be as with all things and motherfuckers will be tagging us on twitter and rod you a prophet and shit but this is not this is just common sense it will eventually be an artist we like and then motherfuckers gonna feel real different mm-hmm. that's all i hope i hope it i hope i'm wrong and i hope it never comes to pass but some country motherfucker that's mad that this nigga killing the charts is gonna come get Lil nas x or something you know a cardi b or somebody beyonce somebody we love and then motherfuckers gonna be like you know making the racial argument of the white man this it is not a racial argument this sounds like it should be judged by a jury of his peers and by peers i mean music professionals they should have like a board or something they take this to it shouldn't be a uh you know just the general person in public talking about this sounds alike like that that seems like a a terrible way to ju- do these judgments right because we don't make music <laughs> yeah it seems like a bad way to make these judgments it, it seems like that should have a board or something especially when the cases aren't that common yet right you know i don't know it seemed like a weird loophole uh let's see what else happened guys um uh, <laughs> a japanese park encourages kids to play with saws light bonfires for learning experiences and to lose limbs poke out eyes um fuck each other up. what is happening here yeah this is the ultimate like well go ahead and do it then you know like you know you about to do mm-hmm. something when you're a kid and your y'all, parents you, be like oh you want to throw the ball go ahead throw the ball in the street see what happens you sign waivers right saying that if my child dies they're not responsible i don't know i would guess so. i don't know i'm assuming that we're signing waivers as you can see in the picture uh is it showing up yes it yeah. is it's a little boy the playing with some is- tools at the park his mom's next to him with a knife and ain't nobody there like coaching that child through that process they're chopping a branch he has a helmet on so you know it's safe the Uh, helmet gotta do with it you might get hurt sign at the entrance of tokyo play spot uh of a tokyo play spot tells children some parks in japan are pretty strict about what visitors can and can't do for example some have signs prohibiting kids from playing catch soccer uh while others even go as far as the band practicing comedy routines what how <laughs> what what kind of kid is showing up to that you know what <laughs> I mean? 
boy boy oh boy let me tell you about fourth grade oh man oh we got some beautiful ladies in the house tonight go ahead give it up for yourselves at the sandbox go ahead uh <laughs> go ahead uh man oh i see y'all looking sexy over there at the swing set what the mm-hmm. fuck is happening here mm-hmm. i see a lot of couples in the building oh man i see a lot of people holding hands uh would you you ain't gonna get them cooties out you oh oh cooties <laughs> what y'all know about cooties okay <laughs> i used to date a girl cooties and, um what you do for a living <laughs> eat glue uh all right yeah <laughs> sniff barkers right uh hannigy palais park though is different very very different a substation of hannigy park is tokyo's uh sorry in tokyo's setagaya ward at the center of hannigy play park uh you'll find the building seen above where children kid can get kids can get all sorts of play uh play equipment you might also find a notice uh to kids on the roof what you won't notice though wait you might also notice kids on the roof oh not a notice to the kids they let kids be on the roof okay okay mm-hmm. wow there, there gotta be a waiver you sh- that you, you there's a piece of paper that said we are not responsible for death mutilation we are not responsible for enough if you come in here and some shit happen to you it is all on you you're really worried about the waiver element of this but uh because some kids gonna get fucked up mm-hmm mm-hmm you, you worry about getting illegal yeah because pe- it, people are dumb enough to let their kids go in there yes yeah, sign a waiver for them parent the i's and t's on here can that's, that's the real issue the bottom line <laughs> it's just just about that capitalism you huh Mm-mm-mm. the place shouldn't exist in the first place wow um but yeah uh you notice the kids on the roof what you won't notice though is a conventional stairway ladder that leads to the roof or any sort of safety around it so kids do stuff like climb trees to get on the roof and climb the side of it and it's very wooden and it looks like you would get splinters and shit that's because hannity play park is more concerned with letting kids play freely than keeping them 100 percent safe at all times this philosophy also manifests itself in some of the play items offered to kids like actual sharpen saws nails and hammers oh wow yeah, you might as well go to child labor what the fuck is this oh god oh my god uh oh and playing with fire is okay too in addition to just for what in addition to just for fun bonfires kids can also have open air cookouts and there are also golden plots where rice is grown look at this fire just in the middle of this shit no protection around it nothing wow these kids are gonna be so self Hmm. there's a furnace for the kids you'll need a good knife for most of the types of cooking but don't worry because Hanneke play park sometimes has knife sharpening lessons a lot of the wooden slides and other play equipment has a handmade look to it because it is handmade you'll frequently see kids themselves hammering together wooden boards making forts or other simpler structures what oh my god look at this picture she jumping off the top of what looks like a porta potty onto like a wooden scaffolding that's just piled together wood. how many children have died what is this what you do when you hate your kids i know this would never happen in the states 
isn't this dangerous you might be asking and the park ex- itself acknowledges that it is sort of we spoke to two volunteers sort of sort of we spoke to two volunteers hanegy play park also has paid staff mothers who frequented the ark when their own children were younger and they told us of course sometimes the kids get small injuries but that usually is a learning experience for them we want people who know the purpose of letting kids play to visit our park and we all know the purpose is for kids to get hurt uh commemorative signs proudly list the park's monthly nail hammering champions oh god wow (laughs) what's the age range let's see how many nails you can hammer over here here's a hammer here's some nails here's some tetanus uh that's for the safety the volunteers told us that at the time of the parks founded 40 years ago there was resistance from the local authorities but after ex- uh, extended meetings with the fire department and explaining the setup of the park was planning for cooking and bonfire spaces that plan was approved still it can be a little jarring to walk through at first what at first seems like a totally ordinary neighborhood park only suddenly come across kids welding saws building fires scaling buildings so to make sure no one thinks they stumbled to a suburban tokyo version of lord of flies there are prominent signs posted at the edges of hannah play park oh so y'all didn't have signs so people just wandering going the fuck is this well they're there at the edge of uh, the play park dear kids this is hanegy play park a place for you to play we think you'll have fun lighting bonfires digging holes making forts splashing water mm-hmm. s- staring into space playing or just watching everyone else mm, somebody don't like their kids let's try doing the things we want to try doing that looks fun that looks scary i wonder if i can do that on sec once on second thought maybe not it's all up to you if you do something well that's great if you don't do it well then you've learned something new you might run into problems get confused or even get hurt but people from the neighborhood men and women moms and dads boys and girls are here and so are play workers staff members mm-hmm. this is a pl- play place that everyone creates together you're not alone so say hello let's have fun no thank you they're gonna be catching you in might them. be missing them like a finger or a toe or an eye and be cashing in them Gerber, Gerber baby life insurance things at this rate. Come on. Um, I mean, do you take your kids there and say, fuck them kids? Because, I mean, I don't understand. Right. Look at it. There they go on the roof. Wow. Uh, and that's the thing. No, uh, like, literally most of these shots are with no adult supervision. That's who taking the picture. Get up on the roof. Uh, Hedegi Play Park isn't the only park of its kind in Tokyo. It's part of the Boken Asobiba adventure play places association which has dozens of partners throughout the city however hannigan is the largest scale and also the only one that staff six days a week also the other ones have less staff that's that's cool <laughs> this one has the most people watching six days a week now on day seven i mean the kids mm-hmm. on their own you know you come on off day you know the, hey look don't cut your arm off on day seven okay we'll tie the tourniquets on on the other days um wow yeah on tuesday yeah it's staffed every day but tuesday and it's not that they close just that's it there's no <laughs> everybody's like i'm not working tuesday the whole staff's like fuck a tuesday damn well there you go guys um i guess you could learn some lessons as a child you know about what not to do i know that's how i learned a lot of my lessons i was a very accident prone child um, oh poor thing so maybe uh 
you know that's how i learned like oh you should probably wear a helmet on a bike (laughs) and knee pads yes and elbow pads too it's a very inconvenient concussion right here oh on the first day first day of going to ninth grade at uh harden you know uh, Harden school high school and then i couldn't wear a hat because the teacher made me take it off and then i had a big ass knot on my head and she was like put the hat back on sorry (laughs) she was like i didn't know i didn't know i didn't know one of my favorite uh tar heels baseball jersey Mm-mm-mm. a blind man couldn't under <laughs> a blind man couldn't order pizza from domino's the company wants the supreme court to say websites don't have to be accessible uh guillermo it's funny because uh not funny funny but ironic i mean rihanna we was just talking about rihanna's website for fenty and she was being sued by someone who was like hey i'm uh visually impaired and you need to update this shit mm-hmm. so that i can shop here too correct well guillermo robles uh, who is blind has tried to order a custom pizza uh from domino's at least twice in recent years using the company's website and mobile app uh he says depending on screen reading software he hasn't been able to order the food because the website is not accessible to blind people so three years ago he filed a lawsuit against the company he alleges that uh with the americans with disabilities act the 1990 law that requires businesses to make accommodations for those with disabilities applied to the website and apps of businesses with physical locations a federal appeals court agreed now the supreme court may weigh in and uh you know they gonna be like no (laughs) oh yeah Mm. it'll be a fucking five four if it pass that's true because the corporation is on the other side of this so yeah they might not pass this shit and they should and that's the thing the technology is new but you still need to accommodate everybody and you need to and the thing is particularly with a company like as big as domino's odds are you can pay somebody to program your shit to pick this shit up so it goes right you just don't want to it's interesting though because they say um that uh you know like the argument would be like this is too inconvenient but they say that this is easy to do to a website now i don't know how easy it is obviously i i don't have the expertise but i don't know they say it's easy yeah if other companies have done it then i don't know why domino's couldn't do it apparently pizza the people in papa john's i don't see them getting sued so apparently they must can order from other companies yeah Domino's has petitioned, petitioned the Supreme Court to hear Robles' case where it could prove to be a landmark battle over the rights of disabled people on the internet. If businesses are allowed to say we do not have to make our websites accessible to blind people, that would be shutting blind people out of the economy in the 21st century. Right. Yeah, more and more stuff is going to um, digital. the digital. And then also, like, as a company, what is the downside to more don't people buying money yeah i don't understand right, what they're fighting for right because the thing is all jokes aside now every pizza company sell every fucking thing but pizza now don't you want money you see and this is why i never stopped eating at papa john's okay <laughs> because this type of evil i told y'all on the show i said all these companies got this evil in them but papa john's the only one willing to try to make some changes to be better okay they firing your boy got papa john off of the commercial we don't even know papa john's had commercials now there is no john there is no papa john no more Mm -hmm. 
they this is might as well call it pjs nobody knows what it means anymore Mm-mm. they got they did that they giving money to charity they saving black newspapers they come on they, they saving black hbcus they out here just trying they hired a black woman for the pr and did everything she told them to do baby, I mean, i'm begging baby i'm begging begging baby baby i'm begging they they begging but y'all told me no i like dominoes dominoes i said dominoes ain't never did nothing good for you okay they appropriated black people's game dominoes and y'all <laughs> let that shit happen and y'all gonna sit up there and applaud them for that bullshit pizza hut who made the hut slaves <laughs> made the hut? slaves made that hut that ain't nothing but a damn slavery owned hut that that is our home that they took the labor for man y'all just sitting up there letting them get away with that shit it's so sad what y'all coons have done to this to the pizza in this country but yeah the now now you find out domino's is also ableist ain't that some shit come on Mm-mm-mm. and i why my thing i'm with you why would you want to fight against this don't you want all the money are we talking about billions of dollars of shit how no. much do it cost to change a website probably somebody run a fucking program you got an it department you got a goddamn website of course you got a fucking it department this is their goddamn jobs what if it's just a switch and they was like nah fuck that shit Come on. we ain't flipping that switch uh asap rocky is home and he said guilty or not he ain't never going back to sweden do you blame him uh no i don't blame him i mean i would not want to go back either i mean let's say he did it so i whoop a nigga's ass that was following me around and now i gotta stay in jail for two years six months to two years in another country and y'all was just holding me for like a month already just no because you could i'm never coming back i don't extradite me bitch come find me y'all gonna have to motherfucking uh kidnap drug and kidnap me and sneak me out of the country because there's no way i'm not going to sweden at all for no reason i'm not eating swedish meatballs i'm not going to ikea okay fuck that shit so i get why he would be like i'm done so um i do i do um as petty as it is man i do want somebody asking about activism now though don't y'all <laughs> i wonder if you gonna have that same attitude they put that machine to work to get that boy back i want him i want to see what his, if he kept that same energy i don't know what would be better if he did or if he didn't like if he was like man i was tripping i called reverend Sharpton immediately and said i'm sorry can you please help your boy out like i don't know if that would be better or he came out was like nah man fuck that shit i'm over soho fucking these white bitches sniffing cocaine okay your boy got champagne problems okay i was in the swedish prison not the broke regular prison like you broke niggas like i don't know what would be better i i, I mean for entertainment's sake probably the latter but the amount of vitriol that would happen on the internet would be uh un- un- unprecedented um but i don't know i hope he learned something about that stupid shit he was saying uh let's see um california governor to sign bill giving sex workers safety for in reporting crimes good yep like this is the one thing i think uh like me and jail covan we part ways on is uh my belief is you need to legalize and make sex work safer 
because it's a circular argument to me of let's criminalize sex work and then go look how dangerous it is it's like well it's dangerous partially because we criminalize it places where it has been decriminalized it's not as dangerous for people to do this as a living and i'm not gonna live in denial people are doing this shit it's like weed it's like all this other people are doing it uh prohibition of alcohol and stuff we have no fucking idea how much of the economy is based strictly off of this type of shit and how unsafe it is for every person involved the johns the 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 sex workers Mm -hmm. like everybody and yet in many ways our economy has reflections of how much we love sex work in america come on we're a very puritanical country but we're also just this uh secret freak of a country right it's very like oh these whores must go to jail we can't see titties take them off of instagram but we're also the one that's like let me see them titties yeah porn sites don't lie and also my thing is this uh like you said it's billions of dollars probably just lost it's never getting taxed Right. you know and my and my thing is this just like you go to your job and punch on your computer and, and stuff like that me uh sucking a dick i ought to be able to charge and charge you tax for that too it's a motherfucking job i put in the work i ought to get paid per blowjob and then also if you were gonna legalize it you know you will have the economy that is this black you know uh what do you call it like black market you would take that and put it into like a more reputable but also taxable trackable industry it's and money it's like y'all go we don't want the money yeah so i think they should do it because and my main thing is it's gonna happen anyway right you know and i and i don't feel like this is a thing that is harmful when regulated i feel like it's harmful when it's not regulated when right. you can't really emphasize safe sex because what are you gonna do if i take my condom off and have sex with you what are you gonna do call the cops right you know you got people out here killing folks that uh trans women of color many times uh are sex workers Mm -hmm. or you know within that avenue and then you got people killing them because like oh yeah i don't have your life has no fucking value to anybody and then what are you gonna call the cops the cops aren't gonna do shit they're gonna misgender you in the fucking they'll never find me they don't care and nobody has to care because there's no record of any of this no one had to see my license you know we talk about crime and sex work nobody ever talks it's such a hypocritical point of view because you talk about the criminalization of sex work and i'm not talking about the morality of it Mm -hmm. i don't ascribe to people's morality so i know i'm on the, the limb here with that but but like we had a tv show about people having like a prostitution ranch the bunny ranch they, like they had a fucking tv show yes, they did we watched based it. off of the bunny ranch and it was like a sensation like people watched it and it was like oh man it's funny you know oh man dennis that dude's crazy he's a pimp ha 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 so we know that this is a thing that when it happens in that way can be safe it doesn't mean there's no pitfalls it doesn't i'm not trying to argue that every sex worker is like this living in like the smurf village everybody's happy and Mm-mm. all the great things i have i'm sure there's people that are like just like uh, mcdonald's wasn't for me i'm sure there's people that's like sucking dicks is not for me I, your girl tried it and it yeah, was a whack i didn't get empowered i didn't get feminism from it or whatever right i get that but the option to do it safely is something that should be there and shout out to um the california governor for for doing that um uh and the other reason i like this is because this is after kamala harris had basically shut down black page in that state and people you know a lot of sex workers are like 
you know very upset with her for doing that right it was like now you took the screening process away right and um and we're not safe and this is a element this is a place we were using to kind of protect ourselves but also you know from a prosecutorial standpoint a law and order standpoint whatever you want to call it there were people dying and backpage was a place that people i mean we had the backpage murders so i understand the sensationalism and the fear around that but i felt like it needed to be a two-fold approach like if you're going to shut that down then you have to do something to protect the sex worker because they're not going to go away correct and also i understand their 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 point of view as far as eliminating uh child sex rings i understand right. that too right. but if you legalize it and put an age cap on you kind of take stop. that right. shit away because you go the fuck are you doing out here kid right now you find people that are kind of doing sex work off the books and you can look into them and go well why is this person doing it off the books are they hiding you know some sort of like underage stuff are mm-hmm. they hiring you know a, a bunch of stuff so anyway i think it's, it's smarter to be uh to approach it this way gavin newsom intends to sign sb 233 sponsored by state senator uh scott weiner uh offers immunity to sex workers who report certain crimes and will also prevent the carrying of condoms being used as evidence of sex work knowing is safer when sex workers are afraid to report crimes and acts of violence silence only helps the perpetrators of those crimes this legislation will help ensure serious and violent crimes are reported to law enforcement and i thank the legislature for sending it to my desk said newsom in an official press release right in the bill sex workers gain the ability to report being a victim or a witness to certain dangerous crimes including crimes related to assault domestic violence human trafficking and sexual battery along with other crimes without fear of arrest for prostitution or a misdemeanor drug offense that's the biggest thing because you come in and this thing you know you're going to jail too right and also that's one of the reasons you don't get a lot of these sex trafficking rings reported right is because if i have knowledge of this why the fuck i'm gonna tell you the reason i have knowledge of this is because i am also in sex work and i don't want to go to prison for telling you that hey it's a trailer full of women down at this place you know now now i gotta stay at the station too like nah you might or you might get me killed or yeah. some shit right so, so you're like fuck it find it on your own right so yeah the code of silence and the shame is what makes it so dangerous you know um it was also preclude to uh it would also preclude the use of evidence of violating laws prohibiting prostitution to prosecute sex workers in separate cases when it is shared in the context of reporting a more serious crime uh the bill comes at a time of increasing conversation about sex work in public and the legal system's failure to protect sex workers from violence according to 20 a 2014 study by the university of california san francisco and st james infirmary 60 percent of sex workers will experience some form of violence while working because of the potential of being arrested for sex work victims often do not come forward effectively leaving many perpetrators free of consequences yeah i mean you have repeat offenders serial people that go out here and and sex workers just go missing and don't nobody know what the fuck and never had the cases are never solved yeah and this is a thing that's happening in the state of california of course a very liberal state but it does make you wonder or think about just the idea that um as a nation what can we do about this what can we change because because like i said it's not california is always on the forefront of a lot of things that i think is right and yes they're liberal wacky blah 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 but a lot of times that liberal wacky shit is the shit that people go yeah that's what everybody should have been doing for years now and we have it you know so i don't know hopefully um hopefully that that you know that becomes a trend and we see more states talking about it 
Mm-hmm. And they see the revenue go up like marijuana. That's why people like, I don't know now. We we looking over there. That's they making billions of dollars. We want that money too. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Um, a woman reports creepy notes she received from a stranger. Tess Skarar of Queensland has returned from a have returned from a bushwalk at Nudgy Beach on Sunday to find a handwritten letter under the windscreen windscreen wiper of her car. Uh, this is obviously from another country windshield wiper windscreen wiper i'm assuming yeah that's what they mean i think you're spelled wrong the wrong you're i think you're very attractive if you're interested of course wrong again i would like to pay you cash for your panties no now see if we had legalized sex work this guy would know whether or not he could be uh you know asking the price for some panties now since he don't know he don't got a place he can go he's just asking everyone down the street um i'll meet i'll meet you on the side of the road back in town just pull over i'll find you what no (laughs) and kill me no thank you sounds safe sounds on sounds like it's on up and up um men are fucking insane one day and not to get off topic but Mm -hmm. one day i was uh going somewhere and it was one of them big old you know the uh 18 wheeler trucks and you know me when people are around i just smile and just keep it pushing so when the truck does i looked up and i smiled and i just kept it pushing he tried to get me to pull over i was like uh no sir i will not be pulling over and that light turned green i sped the fuck out of there i said i don't know what the fuck he thought that was i was not soliciting sex yeah but 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 that goes to show you how fucking stupid men are yep also this never happens the other way like nobody's ever seen a man like jogging the beach and been like i wonder how much to pay for his draws you know like because overall straight when we don't we don't really go do this not even gay men though like nobody is like the soiled men's underwear department you know what i'm saying like they like them shits you couldn't give them away for free (laughs) you couldn't put a pile of them on the side of the sidewalk and be like hey take take a pair but men would would take some women's sore underwear mm-hmm. uh miss scorar 29 filed a police report handing over both the car a car description and the person in question's description uh also she saw the person a queensland police media spokesman told news.com a.au so oh australia uh the incident was being investigated experiences left miss score bill shocked and disgusted what the flying f go for a bushwalk at nudge beach and i come back to find this under my wiper miss gorar told news.com.au it took her a few moments to process what had happened i had to read it a few times be able to process it in my head instantly i felt sick to my stomach what is a bushwalk probably just a um like a hike okay she explained her immediate reaction uh or or maybe she was just walking around you know she hasn't shaved her vagina in a while it's just a bush walk showing the bush and that's why buddy wanted to pay so much (laughs) he was like well you're showing the bush ma'am you you just did a bush walk i need them panties okay (laughs) you know what you're doing out here she explained her walking that bush and shit her immediate explained her immediate reaction was to get in a car and drive away but she feared the person who left the note would follow her home so right. she said she wouldn't let the stranger frighten her but she wanted to warn others to be aware of their surround more aware of their surroundings <clears throat> it just encourages me to be more cautious uh, uh curious of the areas i'm in and who's around me yeah that's scary as fuck too because especially if you're going on a hike or something by yourself 
and you get you know at a park or something note on your car like you know how long they've been following you around <laughs> anything <laughs> i'm trying to buy them draws girl no just pull over and let me let me you know we work out we can work out a deal mm-hmm. fuck it up her bushwalk she's just walking around free as a bird and you just fucked it up and what the fuck is the like pricing like what was going on in his mind like was she gonna pull over and he was gonna be like all right so i got 25 dollars. what you trying to do you trying to let me get them draws uh oh 50 50 uh, 25 okay or 75 75 100 dollars. i just need them draw okay a hundred dollars is the most i will pay for your for your bushwalk panties okay that's after that we i'm i'm sorry ma'am i could see if she was selling but apparently she, they were not on sale sir right like well how the machine scenario? was closed like oh uh, does he just feel like all women's clothes are uh for sale uh <laughs> like you know what i mean like go ahead and take it out bro i want to smell some of that titty sweat girl all right this is like you just go to the y and just walk around be like with, with 20 dollars in his hand like hey if you're trying you're interested in making 20 dollars let you let your boy know okay i'll be over by the side of the road just pull over and we can talk about it uh we can negotiate <laughs> no weapons or nothing just pull over by this dimly lit spot to the <laughs> side of the road keep the doors unlocked keep the car running and uh we can talk about it okay uh i'd love to just you know i'd, I'd love to just uh you know negotiate with you over here uh away from other people isolated yeah people have told him no before yeah i'm i'm with june that's the sound like somebody will fuck around and shoot somewhere up because she done somebody was like no i will not sell my draws mm. <laughs> what what she walked that like i'm just trying to take a bushwalk <laughs> where does beat come from yeah, oh shit who was whispering i better get to the car quickly that's what it sounds like when you pull over to the side of the road. That means it come out of nowhere. Right? You're like, the fuck is this? Uh, it was parked a few cars up from when I initially got there. I work with cars, so it's something I pay attention to. When the same car turned up again and parked further up, it gave me enough reason to be suspicious. She explained that although she was a regular user of Nudgy Beach, the experience has stopped her from visiting it again. I guess I won't be coming here again, that's for sure, especially alone. That's creepy as all hell. I used to frequent Nudgy Beach a lot with my just my dog, just my dog, but not anymore. Also, I'm not stating if it was a male or female. Could have been anyone for all I know, but it's still super creepy either way. Well, shout out to you being open-minded. We know it's a we know we know what it was man come on come on we know what's up Uh, i'm glad you open-minded but we know the truth she wasn't gonna even report it but then her friends online convinced her to report it reported test is not wasting their time this sicko might rape the next one or worse he needs to be caught and you're right people need to be warned now in all fairness the person who wrote this this uh comment also used the wrong your twice oh shit so it might be him y'all you never know he he might be her friend and if the calls <laughs> come the, car. the calls come from inside the panties ma'am be careful out here <laughs> this dirty perv needs reporting you could potentially be stopping a rapist if he escalates from wanting panties police need to know this type of person is targeting contacting and watching single women out there added another person so damn that's scary as hell mm-hmm. um i don't know why they included this like this is look like what to be like uh her her thirst trap picture or something in the uh article <laughs> i don't know that's messy as hell i don't know what they got to do with anything <laughs> It was like here's a picture of her tinder profile like what, what does that have to do with uh 
it's like the dude with this man one it's like now see you'll want them panties now come on be honest with yourself y'all <laughs> i mean 35 dollars could you pass that up could you pass them drawers up i don't Lord. think so i don't get why they put that picture in there the news is so ridiculous right <laughs> it don't matter he shouldn't ask and here's a nude y'all i'm just saying we didn't know he neither here nor there but it's hard to judge a story without seeing her come hither look okay now, now, now you see why he was asking for that bush um let's see um tommy lauren apologizes for asking kamala harris did you sleep your way to the top why why she just double down like she always do because apparently um her fox news colleagues was on her ass because fox news people have decided that um sexual harassment is for the women there after them lawsuits and bill o'reilly getting fired and many a few other people losing their jobs there they've decided that while they may be against women's rights for everybody except them they are not against women's rights at the company okay they still have policies to uphold whether they actually go on the air and enforce those policies or not another story that's different but when it comes to like the actual hr department they are active yeah, the hr department's like we don't want no more goddamn lawsuits follow the rules right so tommy lauren was on um twitter saying kamala did you fight for ideals or did you sleep your way to the top with willie brown she thought she had who, a hot fire tweet who is willie brown the mayor that kamala harris uh used to date and he was married i think he has like an open marriage situation oh. so you know people are trying to it's so funny though like people are trying to make it more like scandalous but it was like open knowledge so it's one of the things where like they can't scandalize it because she it's not a secret you know but they treat it that way like mm-hmm i bet you didn't know she slept with willie brown and everybody's like everybody knows she was sleeping with willie brown i guess i didn't know because well willie's a married man it's like okay. well yeah everybody knows willie's married well no they, they got an arrangement yeah i mean the whole thing new to me because i'm thinking willie brown just some nigga who's willie brown well he also is just some nigga but he happens to be uh anyway uh it was in the mid 90s um a topic of a lot of far-right critics of harris like that they like to bring up but it's used as a smear by those critics more of a misogynistic takedown that has no relevance to the debates at hand almost immediately after a tweet went live colleagues of lauren at fox reportedly expressed their disappointment at the jab a little oliver darcy said this kind of commentary is really reprehensible that's a cnn reporter um i've been hearing this from fox staffers who are not happy with tommy lauren's tweet uh, it makes me sick that i work at the same company as tommy lauren one fox employee told me another employee called it unacceptable i reached out to fox with no comment uh and then she doubled down see karen you was right she said i didn't make this up willie brown admitted it the truth hurts yeah i'm about to say that, that that's not a character and so then well it's not over yet remember the headline uh so then after that um a lot of people that were um that were like at the network started coming at her and she said i apologize for my comment on kamala's personal relationship it was wrong choice of words there are many other things to take her to task for and i will stick to those it was the wrong choice of words Mm, really i said what i said it was the wrong choice of words what would have been the right choice of words there like it's it, but you know what though when you 
lay down in the gutter you're gonna be surrounded by snakes and i personally this is just my guess i know i don't have any proof of this i personally would feel like a lot of fox news women don't have a fucking problem with what she said Mm-mm. i think they have a problem with tommy lauren getting all this top bill billing that they feel like she don't deserve agree she's a dumbass she switched from democrat to republican just in time to join the trump trump train mm-hmm. and she leapfrogged a lot of what they would consider to be deserving next conservative women who have right who were next in line to become a right-wing kind of media darling and she also is not really a true believer of the cause because she is not for the uh pro-life movement so they i'm guarantee you a lot of it they disguise it as you, we need to be professional but it's fox news we know that they don't care about the truth we know they don't care about offending people not even women so like these same women were, were just on tv before the sexual harassment started at fox news or before they started reporting it i remember us playing clips of them it'll be three four women sitting in the round going well i mean really it's just horseplay it's flirting around the office the me too movement is bullshit and you're like okay and then they got some shit happening and it's like oh they paying bitches uh well actually yes and people have been grabbing pussies i need some money me, me too all of a sudden right you know trump is still their president they love trump think they care about sexual assault or feminism or or misogyny they don't care about any of this shit no they do not so yeah i, I think i would be willing to bet it's just je- professional jealousy come on um all right uh before we get into the uh the the games why is it so easy to hold a grudge makes you feel better makes you feel powerful hmm. so you just thought i was just asking that question but not oh, my bad not I didn't not know. moving into an article huh i, I like that you. i like that oh yeah <laughs> the question you jumped out there took a chance and you said bam uh <laughs> thank you thank you you didn't leave me hanging no i did not i was like well i'll answer the question then Nah, i went on the mailclinic.org uh they have a healthy lifestyle adult health page and sometimes i go on there and look at stuff have different expert answers and in-depth uh studies and and discussions about certain things mm-hmm. and they had one about forgiveness forgiveness letting go of grudges and bitterness when someone you care about hurts you you can hold on to anger resentment and thoughts of revenge or embrace forgiveness and move forward it's by the mayo clinic staff who hasn't been hurt by the actions or words of another perhaps a parent or constantly criticized you growing up a colleague sabotage project or your partner had had an affair or maybe you've had a traumatic experience such as being physically or emotionally abused by someone close to you these wounds can leave you with lasting feelings of anger and bitterness even vengeance but if you don't practice forgiveness you might be the one who pays most dearly by embracing forgiveness you can also embrace peace hope gratitude and joy consider how forgiveness can lead you down the path of physical emotional or spiritual well-being uh, now the reason i thought about this is because i feel like at least in the day and age of social media like the idea of forgiving forgiving people has kind of stopped like Mm -hmm. like or at least it's become less glorified and i'm not saying it's always the right thing to do i'm not saying you have to forgive people Mm -hmm. blah 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 you know all the straw man shit people are gonna hear this and immediately jump to so they can hold their grudges i keep them i don't care they're not weighing me down i ain't that the truth bag lady uh but um i feel like forgiveness has somehow now become like 
taboo almost a forgiveness is considered a weakness or or, or, or a character flaw right <laughs> now and i i i i how can i say this i think for me um personally uh i've been hurt and i've been hurt tremendously and i've you know held grudges for a very long time and i've had anger and went through the whole range of of emotions and yes i i chose to forgive and once i once i truly forgave and not that forgiveness where you say you forgive but you ain't really forgive because if you really forgave you wouldn't whenever that person's name or something the situation come up it wouldn't ignite in you like it happened yesterday you know i'm talking like truly just let it go you can actually move on with your life i was i can speak for myself i was stuck literally stuck and couldn't get past the point and um i think that that's why you have particularly on social media people they're stuck so since they're stuck they want you to stay stuck and so since they're not growing they won't they don't want you to grow either or is i can grow but you can't grow they want to put you in the box because the thing is people are very forgiving people themselves want grace and they want mercy and they want forgiveness for them but they don't extend that grace and mercy and forgiveness out to anybody else you fucked up fuck you forever fuck you fuck you fuck you i mess up oh they don't keep the same energy oh well you know it's some excuse or you know it's it's one of those things where when it comes to themselves it's it's always an excuse other people you don't want to hear no excuse you don't want to hear anything you know that would allow that person personal growth you mm-hmm. know and i think also now mistakes and flaws are public now people fuck up in private all the time people that are not online or social media darlings and everybody follow everything about their fucking life people fuck up all the time in their personal lives and they're able to go through the emotional things and get themselves together become a better person and come out on the other side but instead of them extending that grace and mercy to the people that they publicly see all of a sudden i'm on the other side now so i get to judge you bitches you know because you're not quote unquote as woke as me and you don't have it as all together as me well you didn't have it all together either nigga you know everybody goes through shit and everybody has a growth process but i think it's um you social media to an extent is a because social media is so negative not all of it but bits and pieces of it rotates in a lot of this negativity that it allows people to constantly harp on flaws and harp on not forgiving and harp on these things because like i said a lot of people that stay in a lot of negativity online in my opinion these are very hurt people they are hurt they're in a lot of pain and a lot of people are crying for help and they don't know how to reach out so they go on social media and they lash out in varying different ways doing in my this is just my opinion various different posts versus actually getting the help that they need sometimes you actually need to go psychiatrist psychologist therapy get the medication whatever it takes to get that balance where you can get to the place where you can forgive to move on you know but i think that because it's considered a character flaw nobody wants to be considered human even though everybody is human everybody fucks up but everybody act like nobody fucks up you know who i noticed are the least forgiving people all the people that believe in this like restorative justice prison reform prison abolition and shit they all the people that don't forgive any social inadequacies or uh faux pas they always want every social mistake to be a life sentence 
and they claim to be these people that are so altruistic and forgiving but i've watched them like you're you're not that <laughs> like you're anything but that with any you know let a celebrity say some shit you disagree with that motherfucker's for forever trash it don't matter if they apologize or not you know and the other thing people do they head you off with the apology like mm-hmm. so somebody fucks up and we were like they, they're gonna come back and be like listen i was wrong about this i didn't know blah blah, blah. and you start people you see people before they can even apologize and i don't want to hear it's this well if that's the truth so what you're doing is setting up parameters where you can withhold forgiveness right right where you can hold on to the grudge because grudges feel powerful anger is yes. powerful you know there's a lot of people that are powerless in many areas of their lives that they you know care about but you can then you know uh put this on display in public of like look at me publicly not moving on and not forgiving this person and holding this over this person this thing that they want which is forgiveness which is you know some some semblance of peace but the truth of the matter is you can't give anybody anything so your forgiveness is in many cases the forgiveness that has to happen is a selfish act whether it be the person having to forgive themselves for the mistakes they made um whether it be you needing to practice forgiveness to move on with someone that might be unrepentant come on happens all the time i i like it's funny people <laughs> you know i've been saying this shit for years but i haven't always had the words to express it or whatever but i mean this shit i forgive people sometimes and they didn't even apologize and it's not that i'm forgiving them so that me and them can have a relationship i'm literally going this person it could have been a bunch of reasons why they fucked up and this doesn't mean we gotta be friends or they gotta be in my life but for me to make peace with this i have to forgive them because forgiveness is about the bags i'm holding it's about it's about what's weighing me down it's not about them they don't have to know about this process Mm -mm. it's not really their process it's not something we share in only if we're going to continue to have a relationship do we share in this together but there's people that i've forgiven that have never apologized to me would never admit they did me wrong Mm -mm. you know so that's not even part of it but uh let's talk about it what is forgiveness uh forgiveness means different things to different people generally however it involves a decision to let go of resentment and thoughts of revenge the act that hurt or offended you might always be with you but forgiveness can lessen its grip on you and help free you from the control of the person who harmed you that's another reason i practice forgiveness me personally i feel like i'm still giving them power and control of my life when i'm holding on to these grudges yeah and because and- i'm still thinking about them still centering my emotions around them still letting their actions affect the way i feel and it could be years later and how am i still letting you take up my world when i say i'm over this i'm not over it if mm-hmm. i you know what i mean and maybe it's a semantic thing people like to use different words pick the words you like whatever it is i but my my goal is to get to unbothered if, right you know what i'm saying like if you fucked up and you don't fuck with me you won't apologize you won't admit you're wrong you whatever my goal is to get to when i see you in the streets i'll smile on your face and keep walking because it don't even matter no it don't no it don't and also the the thing about the the people not willing to forgive to give forgiveness because in their mind that's an illusion of power yeah that's what i'm saying it's it, rage and grudges make people feel powerful you it's not powerful because you're not actually doing anything you're not no. actually affecting their lives but you feel like you are mm-hmm. you know you can't wait to tell somebody how you don't fuck with so-and-so and all this shit but it doesn't do anything to me you know 
uh forgiveness can even lead to feelings of understanding empathy and compassion for the one that you hurt who hurt you yeah that's the other thing too on this uh that's one of the reasons i have a hard time not forgiving people is because i already operate in them last three understanding empathy and compassion so it's hard for me to withhold that from somebody for a long period of time you have to be a pretty shitty person for me to not i mean karen's seen it uh my friends have seen it there's been shitty people where they went that person's shitty right you shouldn't even really like and i can't help but be like well maybe they went through this you know maybe this is how you know how they got here like we might can't be friends but maybe it's that and they're like no they just fucked up it don't matter how they got the fucked up they fucked up you should you know fuck them rod that's it and i can't help it you know because i already live in that space um but you know i don't but that's one of the things i'm not gonna let the internet change that about me because it was starting to it was really starting to change that Mm -hmm. i was being surrounded by people that have hard hearts that claim to be you know uh altruistic but you can't be both you know it like it, at some point if you don't really have empathy and compassion for other people you're just using people for your brain you're just putting this fr- this filter up to say you have to like me look at me i'm a good person and it's like but you're not you know deep down inside you're a hard-hearted kind of mean person and you don't have that in you i don't know how you got there but that's where you at and i don't ever want to be like that i don't mm-hmm. want the people around me i don't want folks like that like you know aligning themselves with me because that energy i started to pick it up and if i started to pick it up now i'm talking like that now i'm feeling like that now everybody's trash and this person's the worst and there's no one there's no room for anything the reason our show is so much popping compared to other people's shows partially is because motherfuckers don't have our point of views on shit you know and i take that to heart like we got a unique point of view like it's the reason you can listen to us and be like you know maybe you fucking hate the kardashians but you might hear some every once in a while you go well rod doesn't love the kardashians but he does seem to see the humanity in the situation and maybe i've lost my objectivity or maybe you listen to it and you skip that part and go fuck right i don't care but it's the reason i show is popping and these you know a lot of people shows kind of copycat the internet and just re- repeat it back to you like that's the difference anyway forgiveness doesn't mean forgetting or excusing the harm done to you or making up with the person who caused the harm forgiveness brings a kind of peace that helps you go on with life what are the benefits of forgiving somebody um healthier relationships listen we have all seen the person that you're like you're taking out the last person shit on me i didn't do the thing you like whatever it is you think i'm about to do i wasn't about to do whatever it is that has made you you know go crazy go hard go whatever go to 100 right away that's not me that's something that happened with you in the last nigga yeah like my mama used to say you come in there with attitude she'd be like i did not piss in your milk don't bring that bullshit here right did not piss in your milk okay improve mental health i this is true this is true i went through this recently uh less anxiety stress and hostility because mm-hmm. see that's the thing when you don't forgive people and you haven't made peace with the shit really you still stay in fight or flight mode yes like like you still keep the gun cocked for the day it sets off again you know because it's like oh here this motherfucker go i hope they say something oh today oh if this this motherfucker even whew, whew, if i if i see a sub tweet if i see a facebook post if i see a motherfucking instagram thing like you're like you're already always on fight 
yeah and it also affects your blood pressure yeah you know like well you know what that's the next one lower blood pressure come on like and, and, and i know for a fact my blood pressure was through the roof and a lot of times they they were like everything healthy and the next question was is there stress yep because it manifests in blood pressure headaches it fucks up your sight like 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 it, you're you're fatigued because like the fight or flight that is for a short burst you are your body's not designed to stay there for long periods of time yeah it's funny because whenever i see somebody do one of these i don't forgive people rants they never sound at peace Mm-mm. they sound bothered you know now maybe deep down they aren't and they're, and they're just ranting and raving that day but you know at least over my lifetime those people always seem like it's still right there under the surface fucking with them hard of course and they're just calling it something else but they're like you know but i'm like you always in some shit you always bringing this point up there's so you you don't protest too much right and then denial because when i was going this been 15 10 15 years ago for me i was in denial like you it's, it's almost like an addict you know the the first step to recovery is admitting that there's an issue and if you don't admit it admit it's an issue you can't get on you can't move to the place of forgiveness if you're not willing to admit the shit bothers you yep uh fewer symptoms of depression a stronger immune system mm-hmm. improved heart health and improved self-esteem uh why is it so easy to hold a grudge being hurt by someone particularly someone you love and trust can cause anger sadness and confusion if you dwell on hurtful events or situations, grudges filled with resentment vengeance and hostility can take root if you allow negative feelings to crowd out positive feelings you might find yourself swallowed up by your own bitterness and sense of injustice um the other thing i would throw in here real quick is they're not saying immediately because i think people hear forgiveness and they think forgiveness is this thing of you like uh when they asked the black people at the church after dylan roof shot it up did they forgive him and it was 24 hours later not even 24 hours that's not real forgiveness that's that performative bullshit that they want like a performance from you like they demand on the on demand like but people had a problem with those black people being like you know we forgive him or in after the trial being like i've forgiven him and i'm like they didn't kill my family they killed those people's family now if they decided that between them and their god that they had the way that they gonna move on from this is to practice the thing they have you know believe in that forgiveness and that christ would have forgiven this person and all this stuff i am unbothered by that that's their lives they don't we're not a monolith and i don't get to decide for them who actually went through the loss how they must feel about it that's just Come as on. fucked up that's to me just as fucked up as the white people that determine they need to forgive is me determining they can't it, you know doesn't mean they're not hurt doesn't mean they didn't lose somebody doesn't mean they didn't go through a gambit of emotions before they got there if they ever truly get all the way there but the point you know is that it's personal it's for them you know what if the difference between that person saying i had to come to a reckoning and forgive this folk person is that or them killing themselves because i can't live with it i don't know what they're going through maybe that was it was the call for them was it's either this i just fucking take myself off this earth because i no longer have a a mother you know i don't know but you know i just think that it's interesting how we feel ownership to other people's forgiveness or not forgiving correct and and something else about uh the forgiveness thing that i think is devalued 
um, whenever you're going, because I know for me, whenever you're going kind of through the stage and, and your heart is heavy and you're just dealing with all this rage and you're so focused on the negativity, there are people around you that are dependent on you and there are people around you that actually love you. But you're so focused on self that a lot of times you won't even reach out to people to help you get out of that darkness that you're in. I, for me, I was in the place of darkness that I was in. And a lot of times you miss out on love. You miss out on events happening. You miss out on functions, you know, because you, a lot of times you don't want to be around nobody. And a lot of times nobody want to be around you because you're such a negative person in, in, the, in that spot. And you end up, that negative energy radiates to everybody around you, particularly if you're a parent. Guess what? Your husband or your wife or significant others are affected by it. All of a sudden, your children, the whole house is depressed and don't nobody know why. You know, it's one of those things where it's, 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 it's like a disease. It actually just spreads around everything around you. You can get so bad where people are like a cloud. You can feel their energy. It's so heavy on some people. They walk in, they can literally switch the whole atmosphere of the room because the shit is weighing on them so bad that it's a fucking weight that's in the atmosphere and that those weights bump into everybody around them and people around them don't know why they're feeling sad or, 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 or and shit like that. That's because the, the person is bringing that sadness with them. Yeah, you know, on, on, on another level as an empath, I be knowing. Like, I might not know the specifics, but i can feel that but i'll be knowing like i like dead serious like there are people that don't even know how hurt they are Mm -mm. and i'm like your friend i'm talking to you and i'm like i don't even know you yet because you haven't been honest with yourself so you can't be honest with me it doesn't mean i'm not here for you doesn't mean we're not friends whatever the fuck you want to call it but we not friends friends because you're not real yet because you can't be honest about the pain you're feeling that's motivating you so much through life and i can see the hurt i can see the the fractures i can see the closed offness i can see like the fact you still find this to be weakness or whatever i can see it and so it's stuck in you and it can't come out and until you deal with that i don't know you for real you know like that's some real shit anyway um but and, and yeah like like for me uh when said energy i can feel people's energy quote unquote like mm-hmm. people say yeah you know it's been times where i've uh can hug people and if their heart is really heavy i can just sense like something that's weighing them down so yeah. you know i'm like you i'm kind of sensitive to that stuff sometimes and i'm aware of that yeah it's and and like i don't even just mean just the energy either like i'm talking like i can i would say i could accurately guess like this is probably what happened to you you know what i'm saying like there like there's for example there's people i was around where so much of their energy was like like militant like uh militant blackness you know what i'm saying we riding on these white folks we getting them for everything blah blah blah. and you know per a better even better after obama got elected mm-hmm. right after obama got elected there's a lot of black people who kind of woke up to race in america in a way that they had kind of been insulated from or had ignored because once he got elected that's actually when the racism that a lot of people had kept pent up started leaking out 
and a lot of black people were very interested in politics and in this this president in particular at that time so all of a sudden they actually had their fillers up and they started noticing shit and it's like wait a minute my cool white friends are not nearly as cool as i thought right and many of them have branched out into um activism um uh black commentary movie criticism uh tv and film um writing uh blogging podcasts and they're kind of like i'm now brand black tm right and that story is not unique to all these people there's a mm-hmm. lot of people that fall under that umbrella mm-hmm. i'm not even knocking you for that because hey everybody comes to it when they fucking come to that's it that's how i feel welcome to the club but if you can't reconcile that that's how you got here then i can't know you yet because you have you don't know you yet you know if you can't recognize recognize that the reason you're so gung-ho to be like i hate this type of person and that type of person is because that's the type of person that hurt you that's different to me than being uh like pro-black to me is not about being anti-white like it's not it's not about like uh you know how can i hate on anybody that's not a black person but for some people it is that uh, yes it is and you see these people and you start noticing you're like well how did they get here and it's like oh wait a minute dog you got here because you were hurt somewhere down the line the, like you come from this you were hurt rejected by it and now you've turned into opposite man like you're now fuck all the whiteness all the time everywhere am i right my black people and while there will be other black people that have gone through the same thing who will agree with you you're not gonna find that in me because i didn't go through that shit Mm-mm. not in the way you did like i didn't you know what i'm saying like i didn't come up like white i met white people at like 22 then was my first time i was like oh, i think these white people want to go to the bar and drink with me like but for many people they grew up like the only black kid in here and the only black kid there and now they had this moment of like these white people are fucked up y'all been childhood friends and now and they're still fighting that battle and they can't let that shit go and they're still they'll they'll die possibly still fighting that battle Mm -hmm. you know and so that kind of that's what i'm talking about stuff like i can sense that shit in people you know i don't always confront them with it because i mean Mm -hmm. what the fuck what's the point gonna be right but i can i'm but i in my mind i'd be like we're not really friends because you couldn't even tell me that and you know that's what happened but it's some hurtful deepful shit to have to tell somebody you don't want to tell me that Mm -mm. you know that's a that's a hard thing because then you need to examine yourself you know why is your 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 commentary a little bit off sometimes you know shit like that you know um uh men who have been hurt by women but can't can't acknowledge it come on you know still holding on to it can't but can't you know like like trying to convince me you're it's because you're just a player or some shit and deep down i'm like no nah, you're afraid yeah and the same you're scared thing, right and the same thing with women there are a lot of women that's been hurt by men right and they 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 haven't got over the hurt they haven't got over the pain right you know because a lot of times people uh act like men are the only people with hard hearts when it comes to love women can have hard hearts too based off of the things that they've been through in the past also because hurt people are just hurt people right right so anyway it just until you can forgive that hurt and i don't mean go find that person like Hmm. forgive that hurt how you gonna be healed how you gonna be full how you gonna be moving on 
how you gonna find out who you are without that hurt because a lot of people are afraid to put that grudge down because they don't know who they are without that grudge they're gonna look in the mirror and they're not gonna recognize themselves without that fucking you know 10 pound boat on their shoulder they've been carrying around their whole life I, honey and i've been there but i'm i'm here to tell somebody if you're going through something honey you fuck around and put that boat down you're gonna feel like you can walk on goddamn water you'll be a brand new person but like, also, my posture ain't right without this boulder come on and then I, but <laughs> but also even better than that which something people fail to realize once you get to the place that you begin to grow because it's a growth process you're gonna lose friends you're gonna shake away a lot of the negative people that actually kept you there because negativity loves company so all of a sudden when you be when you walk outside going girl it's a sunny day you know a hot girl summer i feel cute today you know all of a sudden the people are gonna be like bitch you change you be like the fuck i have and yeah. you might have to move on and find yourself a new set of friends uh, some people are naturally more forgiving than others but even if you're a grudge holder almost anyone can learn to be more forgiving yeah i'm just naturally forgiving um me too so it's not it's not as hard for me but i do understand that some people it's a skill you have to learn sometimes what are the effects of holding a grudge if you're unforgiving you might bring anger and bitterness into your relationship a new experience become so wrapped up in the wrong that you can't enjoy the present i see that all the time become depressed or anxious feel that your life lacks meaning or purpose or that you're at odds with your spiritual beliefs or lose valuable and enriching correctedness with others connectedness with others i'm sorry Mm -hmm. um how do i reach a state of forgiveness forgiveness is a commitment to a personalized process of change to move from suffering to forgiveness you might recognize the value of forgiveness and how it can improve your life identify what needs healing and who needs to be forgiven and for what consider joining a support group or seek a counselor uh acknowledge your emotions about the harm done to you and how they affect your behavior and work to release them uh yeah sometimes i find what helps is to start moving in it before it happens so if you notice that it's something you're doing that's like around this cycle of like anger and grudge and bitterness and shit start acting like you not (laughs) until you not you know what i mean so like maybe uh somebody's pissed you off and you find yourself always checking up on them you know what are they up to now what are they doing you know stop so stop that and maybe you still won't want to you still have that urge but stop and you know take a break and then that break will get longer and longer until one day you realize i actually don't give a fuck Mm -hmm. you know and the thing is for people for a lot of people they look at forgiveness as forgetting no 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 the infraction happened right i will never forget but the part of forgiving does me forgiving you don't mean i got to fuck with you me forgiving you don't mean we need to be best friends me forgiving you is for my edification yeah um choose to forgive a person who's offended you um move away from your role as victim and release the control of power the offending person situation have had in your life yeah as long as you i feel like that's something that for me anyway i believe as long as you're like still attached to the idea of i'm a victim of this person or i'm a victim of this situation you're it's hard to let it go because you see yourself as that and it becomes part of your identity Uh, yes it does and that's why people get mad when you find out certain people that you deem to be quote-unquote victims don't see themselves that way because we've decided society like no you have to be you have to go you have to embrace that this is your identity now and if they go well i I don't see myself like that Mm -mm. then it's like well fuck you you're you're outside my box now get back in there 
as you let go of grudges you'll no longer define your life by how you've been hurt you might even find compassion and understanding what happens if i can't forgive somebody uh, if you find yourself stuck um practice empathy try seeing the situation from another person's point of view i do this a lot naturally sometimes to my detriment uh, <laughs> uh it's not always been a good thing i admit that uh karen knows uh my close friends know uh, it's not always a good thing yeah it, it, it could be good and bad there's some people i've been around that they're like what the fuck are you doing and i'll be like well what if it's like this and this is how they got there they like that shit don't matter uh ask yourself why <laughs> no excuses sometimes. no excuses okay mm-hmm. ask yourself why he or she should behave in such a way perhaps you would have reacted similarly if you faced the same situation uh by the way i'm sure this is why i can be forgiven though it's because i do it all the time um reflect on times you've hurt others and on those who've forgiven you write in a journal pray or use guided meditation or talk with a person you found to be wise and compassionate such as spiritual leader mental health provider or impartial loved one or friend that one is big for me uh because sometimes like the thing for me is i need to know if i'm in this situation like am i being rational am i am i because that's my that's my biggest thing is and and like i said sometimes it's used against me it's like am i missing a perspective here that i just don't understand like is there a way for me to compromise with what how this person sees me and how i see myself and i'll talk to somebody that's outside the situation and lay it down and a lot of times that's what enables me to start the process of moving on is them being like either a you're not crazy or b hey this might be what they were seeing and this is how i can see it from their perspective but i do need that outside sounding board sometimes be aware that forgiveness is a process and even small hurts may need to be revisited and forgiven over and over again uh does forgiveness guarantee reconciliation no might be impossible if the offender has died or unwilling to communicate with you in other cases reconciliation might not be appropriate still forgiveness is possible even if reconciliation isn't exactly right well the person i'm forgiven doesn't change getting another person to change his or her actions behavior or words isn't the point of forgiveness no it's not your responsibility either think of forgiveness more of how it can change your life by bringing you peace and happiness and emotional and spiritual healing forgiveness can take away the power of the other person that they continue to wield in your life um and what if i'm the one who needs forgiveness the first step is to honestly access and acknowledge the wrongs you've done and how they affected others avoid judging yourself too harshly if you're truly sorry for something you've done said or done consider admitting it to those you harm speaking of your sincere sorrow or regret and ask for forgiveness without making excuses remember however you can't force someone to forgive you others need to move to forgiveness in their own time whatever happens commit to treating others with compassion empathy and respect yeah that so I, that was on my mind and i was like this is something we can talk about sometimes we get a little hippy dippy over here um but yeah it was um i don't know i think that's something that a lot of people could use because i don't know it's it's like uh it's like that song where it's like love is in need of love today mm-hmm. i feel like that's kind of what happened to forgiveness too like everybody just kind of so and so like especially when you see it i think social media gave me the tools to see this pattern more than in anything else this thing of like something good happened to a person now let's go find that time they fucked up right and that's when i was like what's happening to us because are we pretending that nobody's ever fucked up and we went that's okay 
they got better they apologized and we moved on does no one practice this in their personal lives is this or is this just like performative shit or something to talk about online so you get to do that like Mm -hmm. it's a way to pass the time but it seems very destructive and a very bad societal standard to have out there this one time a long time ago you said blank and even though you have apologized about it and uh done better uh i need to hold you here and i'm a stranger i don't even fucking know you i need to hold you here the thing didn't even happen to me but i need to hold you here that right there is scary as fuck you know and it makes you feel like you know misery loves company and they don't want to just be around other miserable people they want to make people miserable so that you'll come down to them and sometimes that's even you know these people they target is like oh you're happy you got the job well remember in 19 so and so when you said this like it's kind of bad you know it's a bad impulse to have i believe agreed all right um man we have uh gone a bit over the time i thought about but i think it was worth it same uh so we will skip fucking with black people and go straight to guess the race um instead because uh come on guys you really want to be fucked with Mm -mm. um haven't we been you know what forgive black people today that's what we're gonna do a hundred i a hundred forgive you a 100 matter of fact i do have a short and no well i do have a story that relates to this real quick okay um so if you guys listen to pregame you know we talk about playing ball at the y sometimes and me and justin talked about it i'll tell him i'm sure i'll repeat this story for premium people but um there was a kid that you know cool kid man we've been friends or whatever you know um we joke all the time and stuff on the sideline but he was aggrieved about some some petty bullshit not dealing with me by the way with uh him in the court monitor um last time i saw him right Mm -hmm. um like last thursday or something and oh no last tuesday actually and so he was uh so mad about like this thing that happened and i was kind of talking to him and i and he got so upset that you know it got to a point where he was like you know he had an attitude about it and so i'm like well then don't talk to me about it i'll you know this i'm not concerned about it okay i tried to give you my perspective and um i moved on right he brings it up later before i leave and you know and i was like well you know next time you should do this and then you this is a proactive situation like be proactive so that you don't end up in this situation again i'm a, i'm just giving you some game as a as a as your elder as your friend and because i don't want to see you hurt like this again i don't want to see you upset on the sidelines so listen next time just walk over to this guy and inform him what you would like to do that way he has no excuse because you did tell him and y'all i said it's just about communication right mm-hmm he was so mad he was like no da 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 i'm said okay cool and then he really pissed me off at the end because he told me like basically stop talking stop talking to me and that's a a big pet peeve of mine like look you can disagree with me whatever the fuck don't don't tell me to shut up i wouldn't do anybody like that don't do me like that we don't have to agree with the shit but that's so disrespectful to me i don't do that you can listen to the show you've been listening to the show for how many episodes i have never told anyone for any reason to shut the fuck up period like like it's just it's a big thing for me and if i said something like that you know i'm joking with you we we are real good friends that i feel comfortable enough to make that joke right but um so yeah he told me that shit and um 
i said <laughs> and i think it's the benefit of being 40 but i told him straight up i said you know what man you don't ever have to worry about me saying anything to you again and i packed up my shit love like right, that was it we're not gonna argue over the bullshit you know i'm old and black like i think when you 40 like that's the like i just hit that thing where it's like listen i actually like coming to the gym and listening to my music and podcast anyway we don't have to talk i i've been doing you the favor of letting you come over here and talk my ear off before the games and we talk about bullshit but my preferred chill mode is to come in here listen to megan the stallion shoot some threes and then we go play basketball i don't actually need to be your friend right mm-hmm. you know like hey now i know where i stand right and it wasn't even like an angry thing Mm-mm. i mean it was immediate anger him telling me shut the fuck up right. period that i mean tell me shut up cool right. but not, i wasn't like angry about it like i just had decided like well this is how i'm gonna handle this um i you know this and so i told justin about this story um you know that that happened and uh you know and i told justin i said as far as i'm concerned the only thing that could fix this is when i see this dude again if the first words out of his mouth ain't i'm sorry because i said because what they what he did was so it was just so uncalled for right and i have never treated him in a disrespectful manner like that you know and so i said if if the first words out of his mouth ain't i'm sorry he could skip it because it's just you're wasting time yeah i'm like it's it's just i'm not gonna be mad at him i'm not gonna be talking shit about him it's not i'm not gonna but look it's just we can't if you don't have a certain level of respect i gotta draw this boundary because i would never do that to you right right anyway i went to the gym to play ball monday and i swear to god i sat down i didn't even see him in there but he just came over to me hugged me and he started uh, apologizing like, i'm sorry man i'm sorry and i'll say you kind of sweat the candle but that, it, it bothered him right but yeah it, but it was just it was just that energy that he had put out it was so ugly that day mm-hmm, you know and that was and he was out of his own because that's not even him normal you know and so when i talk about like forgiving right because it's such a that's such a trivial thing right it's mm-hmm. not this shouldn't bother anybody it shouldn't it's not some major thing but i've seen people blow up over less mm-hmm. you know not to mention like at a basketball court with timbers are flaring and shit like i've seen shit get ugly over the trivialest stupidest shit but you know i try not to roll in that energy Mm-mm. but when he did that i was like okay you know i said i forgive you man and and hugged it out and we started talking about bullshit again cabo fish taco whatever the fuck we was talking about <laughs> you know but is is that type of thing that i'm talking about i know people that wouldn't have accepted that apology or they would have wanted to hold it a little longer like oh i got this power over you you need to be forgiven ha 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 you fucked up now you let me know you're bothered like i was like no i wanted to be squashed too right because it was just kind of ridiculous and i didn't try to revisit the argument and be like Mm-mm. and this is why i was right he was just like man and he and he even t- what was even funny he said man uh i'm sorry you know you was right um and then he said uh and i went over to the the the, the guy and i apologized to him too and i also told him you know put me in the second game or whatever which was his big argument the first time mm-hmm. and he said and he was like so now i'm in the second game and i'm good and i said oh cool i'm like i'm more happy that you took the advice because i was only trying to help that's it you know what i mean but it was that type of thing like that i'm talking about is like these little things like they add up Mm -hmm. but if this was like say twitter we'd still be fighting right because people just don't do that they just don't 
no one's ever wrong no one's ever sorry and no one's ever forgiving right because at the end of the day for a lot of people and and this not to sound like an insult a lot of people don't have the maturity enough to look at the bigger picture they're just not mature enough to look at the overall picture mm-hmm. to actually understand sometimes when you apologize sometimes in certain situations depending on what's going on it's best to apologize even when you're not wrong sometimes just to squash the shit i've done that before too and people and people are are, are so stubborn and they're so i got to be right at everything and they have so much pride that they would rather have the confrontation than to say you know what you right my bad Da, da 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 okay squash it and everybody move on i did that with a person a couple of years ago where i forgave i i apologized to them mm-hmm. for some shit that they did that was fucked up i've done that too and i did it to keep the peace mm-hmm. and i and low-key in my heart of hearts i forgave them like i was like you know what i you know what? it's cool you ain't gonna ever apologize because i know the kind of person you are but it's in my, on my side without even telling them i'm like it's fine they had a day whatever the fuck happened i don't know they was tripping that day Mm -hmm. you know but let's make peace about it let's talk about it i had to hunt them down to talk to them because they was when you want to have that grudge it's hard to find you come on any other time it's easy but when you want to hold on to that grudge, and i apologize to that person that all was for not anyway because i'm not friends with this person anymore but the point being like i was never wrong i'll stick but i was willing to broach it for the fucking piece my ego and pride is not that big on this shit right and that was the thing that uh my man said at the gym that really stuck out to me he said um i didn't want to lose a friend over this bullshit right because it mattered to him and i said that's what's up man like i respect the fuck out of that because a lot of people would over some pride Mm mm-hmm like even the fact that i saw you at your quote-unquote worst or saw you when you was wrong that would made you so ashamed you couldn't be my friend because you were like well no you seen me be fucked up so i we we can't we definitely can't have a relationship after this and and it don't have to be like that man so glad that worked out all right too um we'll get into our games we we're we're about to get cut off for the next segment so i'm gonna pause the uh show real quick yeah we'll move the chat room over all right we are back from the break and uh like i said we're going to get into the game segment um so i pull up my music and we can uh cutting up earlier do some uh <laughs> we can do some guest erase uh here we go now that it's time for some guest erase that's right it's guest erase time now that it's time for some guest erase that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcasts and we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen and the chat room to guess the race and of course everyone playing is racist all right let's get into the game uh police say an accidental bump into a man's door led to a murder in north st louis county apartment complex good god i didn't know the sentence for bumping was death Mm -hmm. uh court documents state that larry neal jr 31 tripped on a barbecue while walking in the apartment complex breezeway and bumped into a door he started walking up the stairway and then thomas clement 30 
opened his door with a gun in his hand he yelled something at neil while displaying his weapon police say neil turned around and headed down to the stairwell landing investigators say that clement fired 11 shots at neil who was unarmed good god st louis county officers are called uh around 12 20 a.m sunday for a report of a shooting they found larry neal jr 31 suffering from several gunshot wounds he was taken to the hospital where he was later pronounced deceased clement has been charged with murder in the second degree and armed criminal action he is being held without bond court documents state the police believe he is a danger to the community guess the race of not larry neal jr what's the other guy's name thomas clement the shooter black black cares going with black i guess uh guess uh larry neal jr is not gonna be invited to the cookout Mm -mm. all right um (laughs) black on black crime black i guess uh the bb and black in uh barbecue stands for black on black I guess they were going to be barbecuing some beef. <laughs> I guess that barbecue wasn't the only thing that was bumping. <laughs> all right let's check the chat room see what they believe uh black old all black white black he was already wearing size on his slides on his feet ready for jail black yes uh labeled as a danger to the community and not mental illness black 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 almost everyone went black and everyone that said that was correct Some one person did miss it though. Did it show his face? Yes, it did. Eleven times, dog, because he accidentally bumped into your door. Yeah, that's that that toxic masculinity. Because the reason I say that is because the dude was leaving. Right. You know, and then you yelled at the dude. He came back down, and then you killed the dude. Like you know he bumped it to your door his bad you know and it, it's no need no one had to die over that shit Mm-mm. you know but so it's like a motherfucker get a gun and they they really cannot wait you know to use that shit uh let's see here's one woman must register as a sex offender after trying to frame her husband for child porn and rape what an arkansas woman was given six years probation for trying to frame her husband by downloading child pornography on his cell phone and telling authorities oh. he telling authorities he raped the 13 year old girl now where does she know to get the child porn right? sherry renee bolton 34 of siloam springs pleaded guilty last week in benton county circuit court to distributing possessing or viewing child pornography and filing a false police report bolton must register as a sex offender and pay more than two thousand dollars in fines and court fees damn and that was her husband what happened divorcing went an option right judge brad karen also ordered bolton must serve the full six-year sentence oh you're getting all six of the years shit 
bolton was arrested in january 2018 following an investigation by the salon springs police after she made the initial allegations about her husband bolton first told police that her husband was sexually assaulting the girl and had attacked bolton when she caught the pair according to a probable cause affidavit bolton presented police with three images of child pornography and showed them a possible bruise on her ribs that investigators were not able to positively uh identify bolton said she waited to make a report because she feared retaliation from her husband but investigators later discovered that bolton's husband had kicked her out of their home days before she called the police investigators then extracted the photos from the phone and found bolton downloaded the images bolton uh, probably had her like her like id attached to it something did she log in as herself on his phone probably did bolton initially denied knowing how the images got on the phone but after further questioning she said she downloaded them because she was high on meth in the middle of a manic episode and was upset that her husband was trying to keep her from seeing their kids what i'm I'm gonna go on a limb and say he was right to keep you away from the kids. He was absolutely right. I mean, I hate to. I hate. I hate to be like that, but I'm on his side on that piece right now. Yeah, I hate to, you know, to be the person that. I think he was right. Side against a mother like this, but I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say he might have had a point. You should have listened. Demons told me to do it. Who told you to do it? The demons. Um so then she said to get kid out of the house she went to a motel in west Siloam springs oklahoma where she did meth with a man she met off craigslist yeah well you definitely need your kids back i know that much right, showed up high. no you will not see the children bolton's husband and the girl also deny any sexual abuse occurred of course she said the man uh kicked her out of the room at the argument the man she did the the meth with mm-hmm. bolton believes she downloaded the images while she was at the motel but said she couldn't be sure so they must have had location data on it too and been like why the fuck would the phone be over here and he's at the house she added she was outside the ozark goddess in salon springs at some point but later woke up in springwood's behavioral health in fayetteville karen guess the race uh sherry renee bolton white karen's going with white let's check the chat room methy becky white (laughs) high on meth oh that's a white meth mama white white bush walk white (laughs) bushwalk meth white 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 a white meth mouth white definitely white uh a failed member of the 53 percent white the correct answer is everyone went with the same thing and you all got it correct she was white yeah and uh you can tell in this picture but she got a she got blue dye in the back of her hair for a ponytail oh no and so yep tried to frame her husband for the old child porn that old card you guys know that one that was like you doing all the jail time i don't know how much i gotta hate a motherfucker to risk my own freedom come on see that's why we need to practice what forgiveness is the word of the day folks that's what we talking about that is the word of the day (laughs) all right karen's two for two going to the bonus round double the points and the race double the points and the race 
that's right double the points double the race karen is uh in the bonus round of guess the race so far karen is a rare two for two i know could possibly complete the set today y'all i'm gonna try i try not to let you down all right let's see i'll put ramen on the line if you get this one right oh shit a nightclub patron relieved himself onto a commercial ice maker early saturday according to florida police who arrested the intoxicated urinator for disorderly conduct oh so now we're gonna have some pissy ice mm-hmm mm-hmm um well as your mama used to say who pissed in your ice <laughs> come on who pissed in it, it? wasn't me investigators say michael williams 28 was spotted urinating inside the ice chest used to distribute ice throughout uh, oh. after relieving himself at 2 30 a.m he reportedly resisted as security guards sought to boot him from the club where a first friday party was winding down the bash was advertised as trendy with a touch of class and featured two djs including spindiana jones Ooh, and a touch of piss by him <laughs> <laughs> didn't know that was on the menu <laughs> nobody was expecting that yep you must have been uh really pissed off at the club um <laughs> uh when police arrived at the night spot they arrested williams on a misdemeanor disorderly conduct charge after a pat down turned up a bag of marijuana in his pants pocket cops tacked on a misdemeanor possession charge seen above williams was booked in county jail which was he was released late saturday morning after posting four hundred dollars bond his rap sheet includes a felony marijuana conviction for which he was sentenced to 18 months probation Ooh. karen guess the race of michael williams white karen is going white with ramen on the line y'all mm-hmm. let's see what's gonna happen uh-oh everybody going against me i'm about to say i might be wrong the chat room says black what was his name again michael williams michael williams no he white four hundred dollars and he already out on bail whipping your dick out puss uh, uh pissing in the ice and he ain't die i'm going i'm sticking with my white let's see what the chat room says black black first friday night just got paid black i'm with karen white a negro he was pissed off white wee wee white i'm gonna go with karen he had 400 bucks white white uh yeah posting bell white well it seems like everyone is divided okay and karen yes is this your final answer yes it is well then tonight there will be no ramen he was black you can learn to forgive yourself <laughs> everybody said uh, everybody said black you were right <laughs> they let a nigga piss in the ice and nobody whooped his ass well look at that bump on his head he definitely got his ass whooped by somebody probably the bouncers <laughs> um so all right time to go to uh soy ratchet this guys so i said put some ice on it that pins ice <laughs> put some ice on it <laughs> it's 
they don't eat the yellow snow but the yellow ice i don't know i win anyway because we going to get ramen what <laughs> you understand how this game works apparently i don't uh it's chopped tonight now a local woman Ooh, is, now do you promise me ramen i didn't promise you ramen i said if you got it right you got ramen nope nope <laughs> okay you don't know how games work i fake news fake news <laughs> Sore-wielded woman faces charges. A local woman is facing charges after allegedly swinging a sword at people in her neighborhood. Rowan Conley, 59, of Roswell, is charged with one count of aggravated assault and one count of criminal trespass, according to court documents. The incident happened around 3.57 p.m. Uh, Thursday when police were dispatched uh, to their house a reference to a report of a woman who had come into her property and began swinging her sword at people. Oh! When they arrived, they found Conley in her backyard shouting at police officers. Wait, what? <laughs> How does that work? When the police arrived, they found her in the back shouting at police officers? So a police officer's already on the scene? Wouldn't it be when the police arrived, they got yelled at and then some old cop showed up? <laughs> that that sounds like that's what happened. According to court documents, a woman who lives now nearby told the police officer she had witnessed Conley leaving the property when the incident had happened after swinging a sword. The woman told police Conley they came onto her property carrying the sword in the right hand and walking up the ramp to the woman's house. Damn. Court documents state the woman told police she reacted to Conley's arrival by picking up a nearby shovel and threatening to hit Conley with it if she came any closer. Conley then reacted by stepping off the ramp to the side before swinging the sword at the woman and said, she said Conley then hit a wooden handle on the ramp with her sword before allegedly attempting to poke her with the sword. Shit. Oh, shit. The woman said she retreated when Conley, from Conley and went back into her residence as of Tuesday. She's still being held without bond at the Chavs County chavez county i don't know county detention center according to a jail population summary report released tuesday morning so there you guys have it guys if you see a neighbor swinging a sword around call the cops but don't pick up a shovel and try to shoot the fair one get your ass in the house (laughs) get in the house not worth you dying too now who mm-hmm. gonna tell the cops where she at right all right that's it for today guys um i know balls deep is it might be thursday morning i don't know we may or may not do a show tomorrow depends on how we feel and uh until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.